Hello, everyone, and welcome to What a Save, a hockey podcast where we talk shop about everything from the NHL draft all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. This is your host, Tyler, and my co-host, Brandon. Hey, how's it going? Great to be here. Great to be here, baby. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram account at What a Save Podcast uh, and comment below on our latest post who you think our favorite NHL team is, and it'll be revealed at the end of the episode. So how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. It's a nice day. It's Beautiful. a great weekend for playoff hockey. Great weekend for playoff hockey. Um, unfortunately, we haven't had many close games this weekend. They've just been utter blowouts. Yeah. Yeah, so let's just dive right into it. Uh, game two, Carolina, New Jersey. What's going on there? New Jersey had some some chances, but they got blown out anyway. Yeah, it seems like they can't find an answer for Carolina's defense. No. No, Rod Brendamore, man. Rod Brendamore is good. a genius when it comes to his structural defense. Beautiful. Beautiful mind. Um, Beautiful bod. Rod the bod. Can't hate him. You know, you can't. can't. He's, he's, he's a great coach, and, yeah. and, it's, and it's showing. Um, yep. Even, even down, some of their best players. Yeah, Tara Vinen, Pacioretty, yep. um, even Svechnikov. Svechnikov, that was a big loss. That was I a honestly, big loss for them. I thought it would hurt them more than a... More than it did, but look at him go. But the way that Rod Brindamore takes control and his defense and how he plays defense, their their scoring comes a lot off the rush and a lot off their defensemen jumping into the play. Absolutely. Le- and, leading with 59 goals. Well, yeah, and their their positioning is uh, spectacular. I mean, look at, uh, I forgot what goal it was. I think it was when Nico broke into the into the offensive zone. He made a terrible turnover on the blue line, um, and it led to the Jordan Martinuk goal. Chances were there. They just couldn't capitalize on him. No, yeah, for sure. Um, it was definitely a slow start. Even in game yeah. one, going back to game one, mm-hmm. Devils literally only had one shot in the first 25 minutes of the game. That's terrible. They, they couldn't find their legs. Yeah. They were awful. And Carolina took full advantage of it yep. and completely and utterly destroyed them. Yep. Sounds... Uh... Honestly, they looked a lot like the Bruins did in Game 7 against Florida. They just couldn't do anything there. That's very true. Couldn't get it out of their zone. Let's not even get into the Bruins, right? I know, I don't want to. It'll what just an make upset. Me, make me sad again. Again, why is that, Tyler? Well, well there's just a, an amazing regular season team. You know, I wanted to see them go far. I love Patrice Bergeron. You know, I don't even, Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? doesn't matter what team you're rooting for. He's just you're, a perfect player. For, yeah, he's a perfect human being. Beautiful looking man. Yeah. Beautiful hockey player. Yeah. Uh, Selkie finalist once again, and will most likely win it again. And probably even get the um, trophy named after him. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. They're weird about that. Unless your name's like Mark Messier or something. I don't know. Love that guy. I don't. <laughs> but uh, I see the Carolina Hurricanes taking the series, though. I, I don't know. I think New Jersey can bounce back, but... I think they can too. I think they need to find an answer for um, breaking into the zone because they get shut down a lot in the neutral zone and I think that's their biggest issue right now. And even when they do get set up in the zone, it doesn't last for very long. No, it doesn't. Again, you, you make you make one bad turnover, they're going to they're gonna capitalize Pounce on, on it. Yep, yeah. yep. And their speed, you would think New Jersey's speed would help them, but it doesn't. There's a there's a quote that Rod Brindamore said, and he said it's going to be both teams want to play fast, and um, it's basically 
the first team to slow down the other team is the team that's going to win the series. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they they clearly are. You know, Rod Rod has a good system there. Good thing going. And I mean, this isn't something that we haven't seen done by the Devils. They went O two against mm-hmm. the Rangers to exactly. start. Exactly. Yeah. And look at that. They won three in a row. Yep. Going back home. Yep. And yeah. well, yeah. Going back home. And of you know, Rangers forced the game seven, but I think uh I don't the think Devils that's gonna happen. The here. Devils with a hungrier team. Yeah. But um Carolina actually had four days rest because they ended their series. A lot quicker mm. with the Islanders than the Jersey did. So you're looking at a team with four days rest and a team that has only a day. That's true. You never know, though. That could that could help or it could hurt. True. You know. Uh, their top six needs to get going. New Jersey, anyway. Yeah. Team Amar, where's he been? Invisible. Invisible in these playoffs. Invisible. Yeah. Not just this series, but even yeah. the first. I love, his, I love his play, but maybe that, maybe that hit. Maybe that hit to the head in the uh, first round kind of got to him. I don't even think so because, again, he wasn't really fine in the back of the net in the first the first series against the Rangers. It seems like he's just been having a hard time fitting in with this team. Yeah. So was the pickup just not the right one, not the right fit for this team? Or maybe even... He might just need does a he full just season. Not fit? Yeah, maybe, maybe he's just not seasoned with the team. Maybe yeah. he isn't built around how this devil teams operates yeah who knows um honestly uh who do you think they play for a goal they're probably gonna look at vanacek i don't think i don't think they should go away from schmied i don't think schmied's played bad i just don't think the team's played good well in front of him i agree i agree they both of their save percentages percentages though are pretty lackluster especially in these playoffs uh for this series especially I was about with to say, Schmied. Schmied has looked yeah. gr- phenomenal save that yeah. series against the rangers yeah completely exactly two shutouts you can't ask more from a rookie yeah that definitely helped them uh come back from an 0-2 deficit um i think they go with vanacek or what about blackwood they could include blackwood he hasn't played since early april though Hey, but I mean, look at the Bruins. Bruins played Swayman in Game 7. Hadn't played since April as well. True. Yeah, And he played great. He played lights out. I don't think, and this is just going back on a different series, but I think Swayman played great. So I think uh, playing the goaltender that maybe wants it more, that maybe didn't get a shot, could win them a game. Could steal them one. It could. Yeah. Um, Luke Hughes. Playing Game 3. Playing Game 3. I think that brings a lot of speed and some offense to that back end, but I don't think it's enough. I think it can motivate Jack Hughes a little bit too. Jack it could, Hughes yeah. Having your brother having a hard time. Mm-hmm. You got to get Quinn in there. Got to get Quinn in there. Make the trade. Make, make it the happen. Trade. The three, the three brothers. Fuck, dude. Bring put Meyer. Use him as a piece. Why not? Could use him as a piece. Is that Just, is that a hot take? That's not a hot take. I no. don't think so. No, you think Vancouver fans would lose it? Lose Sorry, it. Absolutely Sorry, people. Lose it. But I mean, they want Bedard. They're not getting him. <laughs> no, they're not getting Bedard. That ain't happening. But just going back on your point about Timo Meyer, thirty-two yeah. shots on goal in this in these playoffs. No goals. Eight games. No goals. Eight games. No goals. No points. Well, a minus four. That's rough. It's a rough look. That is a rough look. And he's only he's second to Jack Hughes with thirty-eight shots on goal. 
He just can't figure it out. They got to do something here or else and, they are in trouble. And you would have thought that um, with him coming back into the lineup on game two, it would have gave a boost right, to that team. Yep. And maybe that's why they're they're including Luke Hughes in the in the game three. Maybe they're trying to get that boost. Maybe they're trying to find that spark that puts them over. But it is going back to Jersey. Yeah, it's going back to Jersey, but the away team, the away team in the first round was so dominant that it might not even matter. I mean, you know, maybe their their top six can break out, but Yeah, and I mean their top six could break out, but they also did bring down Jack Hughes to the third line. And I don't think that's based off performance. I think that's just they're trying to get all lines rolling. I mean, Hall is your leading scorer right now for the for the Devils. That's not a good look. Where's your where's your top guys? And hey, you know what? Maybe going back to New Jersey will get these guys a little fired up. It might. But going back on what you said about the visiting teams being dominant, round one. They broke a record. Thirty one and nineteen. Well. Six of the eight series were clinched on the road. That's insane. It's crazy. That shouldn't be happening. You always thought when mm. you talk about playoffs, what's having that of, home ice advantage. Yep. It's just going to say, what's the point of home ice? Playing if, in front uh, of your crowd, it's supposed to spark you. It's supposed to get yeah. you going. It's supposed to literally lead you to a victory. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean the, the crowd is your, your fuel and they're going to do everything for you because they're not. You still have to show up to the game, but you got to find your legs and get moving. And I think yeah. this is a true test to the Devils. I think, if anything... They, they either honestly they need to pull both games out of Jersey if they want to have a chance against this Carolina team. Yeah, absolutely. They got to use their speed um, and their skill. There's too much skill in that lineup to not win a game at home. And Lindy Ruff, this man was listed as a finalist for the Jack Adams. You you would think a, a coach of his caliber would be able to make the adjustments to answer back to. To Carolina's dominance, I think they will, uh, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it getting done. I. I. I see Carolina taking it in six. You know, I want to be the 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 guy that rolls over and say the same thing, but I don't know. I think. I think the Devils can can come back from this. I think, like I said, they need to really make this change going into Jersey. They need to win. And if they win, if they find their ways to win, I think they could really make a run for their money. I think I think they're, if not better than Carolina, they're on par with them. But you're throwing two teams with the same kind of play styles against each other, and, and you're yeah. seeing the conflict there. Mm-hmm. And I say it goes Game 7. Game 7? Who do you got taking it? I take the Devils. I take, the, take Devils. the Devils. Game 7, yeah. That's... Uh... It's a it's a very risky call. It's a seeing, bit of a hot take. Seeing how they're down, yeah, yeah, yeah it is a hot take. Put yeah. me in the hot seat. I'll I'll put you in the penalty box, my friend. You deserve it for that one. Let's call it breaking the ice. That's Ooh. what we're doing. Ooh, we're breaking the ice. We're breaking the ice. I like that. Oh, man, I just got chills. Well, yeah. So I think personally, like I said, game seven, Devils. I think they run it back again. I'm I'm liking that idea. I'm going to run with it. I, I think, I mean, I already said it. Uh, game six, Carolina. They beat a very gritty, skillful team in the Islanders. Uh, and the Devils are a very fast team. And look what they're doing to them. So I think Florida takes Toronto 
unfortunately. I'd like to see Toronto get by. But I, I, I think Florida's going to go up against Carolina in the East Finals, who have a little bit of the best of both worlds. You know, gritty, plays mean, and very fast. That might be a problem, but I think Carolina gets it done. So you think they're even going to beat the Panthers? I think they're going to beat the Panthers. I think they're going all the way, baby. After beating the Bruins and literally putting on the same show that they've done to the Bruins, they're doing it to Toronto, shutting them down completely, playing the gritty game. They have no answer for it. I think goaltending is a big, big thing, too. Bobrovsky just came out so hot out of nowhere. He doesn't... I don't... I personally don't see the hype around him, right? Like, this this is a $10 million goalie. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's doing $10 million things. He's not no Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky is doing... That's fair point, great but things. I honestly... Uh, I would pay that goaltender $10 million for one reason and one reason only. To beat the Bruins. He did beat the A Bruins. record-setting team. And he did it. He did it. So you know what? I think he... I think it's warranted. I think... I don't think Florida thought they would even be this far. Maybe the players, sure, but the fans, absolutely not. There's, uh, sorry, Florida fans, but there's no way that you thought you would be in the Bruins. No chance. No chance. After what they did in the regular season, there's no chance. I, don't, I think everyone was scared of them. And yes. this is going a little bit off topic, but I mean, I think everyone thought Bruins were just going straight to the finals. Yeah. Before before the playoffs even started. Yeah. And the Panthers proved them wrong. I think yeah. Kachuk was too much of a menace on the ice. Him, Sam Bennett, Montour, Sam Bennett. no one has an answer for him. And I think they're just going to keep rolling with it. It's working. Montour looks so good. He looks like a forward out there. He basically is. Pretty much. 70-plus points in the regular season. Continued in the playoffs. I mean, there's guys like Quint Hughes, Kale McCarr, Adam Fox. Charlie McAvoy. I don't think Brandon Montour is getting talked about enough. I don't. I don't think so either. That's a that's a great point. And there's a lot of people that get swept under the rug. A lot of people don't get talked about in this league. If you're not if you're not a McDavid, if you're not a Leon Drysaddle, yeah. If you play you're not a Pasternak, you know you're not you're just not getting talked enough yep. about. Yep. If you're not Crosby or Ovi, yeah. Montour. I highly doubt half Who's that? The, yeah, I highly doubt half the Who's people Montour? that even watch hockey knew who Montour was until that Bruins series. Very true. But so we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up, right? I think uh yeah. so we have you taking Carolina, game six. I th- I have the Devils Bet on, on, a, it, people. on a weird take. Game seven. Game seven. Forcing it, taking it. Breaking the ice, I guess. Breaking the ice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh speaking of the Devils. Their first round matchup, the New York Rangers. What the heck happened there? You have Gerard Gallant, a Jack Adams winning coach, and he gets not fired, but they agree mutually to part ways. He has never in his NHL coaching tenure had a job longer than three years. Two and a half seasons is his longest tenure with a team. And I I think... I think he's a great coach, don't get me wrong, but maybe his message just doesn't sit with the the players long enough, you know? I mean, yeah. Uh, they had no answer to, to the Devils, and you couldn't get Zibanejad or, or Panarin going. Neither of them had goals. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure they ended with no goals. Neither of them. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, after maybe like game two, Panarin had no points. 
They're invisible. Your your top guys. Can't happen. Kane showed up game two, I think. All those moves they made in the season? Did not look good. Not good. Just to lose in the first. And going off that, it's like if you want, if you're going to fire him for what apparently was an abysmal round one exit for a series that you should have won, then would you go and look at Jim Montgomery the same way for literally the coach with the most wins in the NHL history? Would would you fire him for, for the abysmal round one exit that he had? Because you were up 3-1 in the series. You had three times to close out that series. Not once, but twice at home. And you couldn't get it done. Yeah, that's a rough look. That's a rough look. I don't know if I would fire Jim, though. I really don't. I think just based off what he did in the regular season, you got to give him another chance. Um, a lot of it came down to the team. You know, they just weren't performing uh, as yeah, but- expected as they were all season. Allmark was injured, clearly. Had a debilitating, painful injury, apparently. You know, so I don't know. I give Jim. I give, uh, I give Jim. A uh, a pass, but would we give the same pass to Gerard? Do you think that his firing is because of him not shaping his team into what it should have been to come back in that series and 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 close it out, or do we think it was more on the players not listening to the coach, not finding that second gear that they need to find when they're in the playoffs? I think it's a little bit of both, and you know, like I said, maybe they just needed a new voice to just say, hey. This is what you did in the first round. This is what you didn't do. We need you to do. We need you to do what you didn't do. Hey, but I mean, he still had a year on his contract, so they're still going to have to give him his money. So it's not like he's at a loss here. Yeah, no. And he's definitely going to find a job. Yeah, easily. Uh, there was there was talks that you know maybe Columbus. Uh, I I I saw that. Um, he he wanted to be there a few years back and. Uh, they filled that that job with Larson, so who knows? Maybe he goes to Columbus, and who knows? Maybe even maybe they even get Connor Bedard, the showstopper, the showstopper, the that'll next be, one. That'll be interesting if they get Bedard. That would. I would actually like it. Columbus is uh, seems like a really good city, and a lot of players like playing there. And I mean, look at Johnny Hockey, right? He chose. To go to Columbus, so oh, what a tandem that would be, Bedard and oh yeah, and Johnny Gaudreau. Oh yeah, what That'd a show awesome. they put on. Oh yeah, line A too. Oh my God, picture that first line. Beautiful. Blue Jackets fans are. I won't, I won't say what they're doing right now, but hearing hearing that line, they're like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, talking about generational talent such as Bedard. Let's talk about that Vegas-Edmonton series and what's going on there with McDavid and Dry. Let's talk about it. What you got for me? Leon Dreisaitl. Unstoppable so far. Unstoppable. 13 goals in eight games. Um, Crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's first in points per games played for active players in the playoffs. I'm not exactly sure what the exact stat was um, for last year's, but I'm pretty sure... With McKinnon. McKinnon was the leading scorer for last year's playoffs. And he went straight to the finals. Yeah. And Dreisaitl's only... He's on pace to blow Break him off. out of the water. Yeah. Like, he's going to set records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Edmonton already did. Look at their power play in the regular season. 
unstoppable. Not only in the regular season, but the playoffs. Yep. Even it's it almost doubled. They're at a fifty six percent that's uncanny on the power play in the playoffs. Uncanny. You do not want to go to the box with this team. No, you have to stay. if Vegas is gonna win or even have a chance to win, you have to stay out of the box. I mean, to be fair, they they lucked out game one. I now this might be a hot take and, and maybe it's not. I don't know. I think Vegas did slightly play better than um, Edmonton in game one, but not by much. And you gave every opportunity for Edmonton to come out striking. Yeah, uh, I thought they were the better team five on five, but again, uh, it's you never know. And even with game two coming into play, what was it? Three of the five goals? That Edmonton score were were on the power play. On the power play, yeah. One being shorthanded. Yeah, that game two was over by by the uh, end of the first period. And now, this might be because the game was a little bit earlier. Maybe maybe Vegas was a little bit slower to find their legs that game. That could have a part to it. Maybe. Um, you know, with Bruce Cassidy too. Um, I, I love me some Bruce Cassidy, but. With the Bruins, they they had that same issue. They couldn't find their legs early, and then they they ended they ended off strong. And I think that that happened uh, in game two, and goaltending as well. That you know uh, is Brossois the answer? He did. He's done great so far, especially the first round. But they have you know they have Aiden Hill. He I thought he did really good towards the end of the game on game two. I mean, you could say the same thing about Skinner. Do you think he's cut out to be a a goalie that wins a series for Edmonton? They, they both both these goalies haven't even seen the second round in their career. Yeah. Uh I, I, I like to look at McKinnon, like you had said, McKinnon last year, how he led the league or we're sorry, led the playoffs in playoff points. Uh he had Francois, you know, he was he was back up. Uh Kemper went down, they they brought in Francois and look, all you had to do was stop the puck. And win you a game or two, and your forwards will do the rest. And I, I think, I think that's what's going to happen in in these playoffs as well. Skinner's going to Skinner might, you know, he'll win him a game or two. But when you have McDavid and Drysaddle on the ice, they do take full control. They do. They, they're elite talents, you know. I mean, Vegas did a good job in Game One, but and they did a good job, and Dry still scored four goals. Exactly, and. Again, if, if Cassidy can adjust, and I think he will, um, if, if he can get his players to stay out of the box, I think you have a real competition between these two teams. But if they can't, I think Edmonton runs away with it because that deadly of a power play, that can't be stopped and that no one has had an answer to all, all season long and all playoffs so far, um, they're, they're in for a tough matchup if they make it tough for themselves. And staying out of a uh, uh, staying out of the box is uh, very hard to do when, in game two, you have a hundred and twenty four penalty minutes in the game. Yes, I don't even know when the last time is. I don't even know if that might be a record. I, I couldn't tell you, but that's would, a lot be able to tell of penalty you either, minutes. To be honest, I'm you know. So if you're having games like that against Edmonton, I know it's not all, you know, Vegas getting those, but you're gonna have a rough. You're gonna have a rough series. And now, do we blame this on the referees? Do, do we think they're being a little... Yeah, kind of. 
I mean, a, a little rough on the calls. There's I, like because this is playoff hockey. We're we're supposed to see the best. This is this is the best sport. This is like no, you can't you can't get much better than this. It's a very fast sport, so I can see why, you know, the refs they're gonna miss stuff. But when you have when you have Sam Bennett trying to take a guy's head off and not get a fine or, or no, I think he got fine. He but got fine. You he got the max fine. You know, and and, uh, and if like you're gonna five k, oh, ooh. and if you're gonna do the suspension, or or sorry, if you're even gonna do the fine, then you gotta you you literally have to do the same thing that you did to Bunting when he literally made that that elbow to the head. Now it's not the same play, but it was still an injury that was caused by the play, and that Bennett pretty much like slammed Nye's head onto the ice. Like, this isn't wrestling. This is hockey. You can't do that. And when you miss something like that and you only give them a fine, then you're literally making it okay for any other player to do that because what's $5,000 to them? Nothing. Pocket change. That's $5 to me and you. And it's only game two. Like, Well, it was only game two. They still got a few games to go. Uh, Sam Bennett's not done. He's around on the ice. Uh, him and Kachuk were all over the place uh, in the Bruins series, and it's going to continue. I mean, there needs to be consistency, and when there's not, they get away with things like that. And maybe that's why sometimes cycling out refs isn't always the best idea, but obviously you want to keep them healthy, but that consistency comes down to the the same referees refing those games. I I forgot what um who it was, but I don't know, did you see the cross check to the head? No. Uh, Bennett laid on someone in Toronto. Yeah, he cross checked to the head, went down, and then cross checked him in the back. And as he's already down. See, and that's that's unbelievable. You can't do that. No. Like, no, you can't. For the safety of the player, but also for again the safety of the league. You want you want your players healthy. And now, maybe you don't do it to, to Bennett because he's one of the stars, I guess, right now for the Panthers. So it'd be a big loss. He's clearly an explosive player for them. And he's been lights out. So, yeah. I don't know. You have to set a standard. And they have yet to do that. That is correct. That is correct, Tyler. But let's... uh. Let's transition here into the draft before we we close this out. And not not the NHL draft, the lottery draft. Who do you think's getting the uh Bedard sweepstakes here? You know, that's a good question. I mean, obviously you have Anaheim. You have Anaheim. They have an eighteen point five percent chance. Obviously the best chance. The best chance to get him. But you know what? I'm gonna go with the Jackets. Why? I said it before. I'll say it again. They have good odds, uh, and I would just love that team to get it. I think it'd be good for hockey. Maybe not entirely for the NHL, but I think it'd be good for hockey in general. Bringing a high-caliber player like that to a small market. I mean, I'd say I'd like to see Anaheim get him, just for the sheer fact that I think it'd be awesome to see him play with a player like Zegers. Yeah. Um, and but I feel like 
the Ducks market isn't as big or as considering we also have another team in the same state as them. It kind of goes the same way with the Florida teams. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so there's always competition there. Obviously, you you get Bedard. That's going to bring a lot more attraction to your team. So maybe it is the right the right move if they can snag him if they win the lottery. Um, but I think the real true ones that need this the most is the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks sold everything. They're losing Taze. They lost Kane, and they need that next superstar. They clearly went into full rebuild. And they if need they, that next generation. And yeah, and if they they build around Bedard, they're set up for years. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would love to see him go to the West Coast. Um, I feel like it's just not talked about enough. You know, you have guys like Kopitar that's gone unnoticed for years in L.A. Um, and that would just be such great competition. A lot of eyes out West. Um, I think that'd be good. That'd be good for hockey as well. Um, Anaheim, L.A., San Jose. There's always the rivalry on the West Coast, you know, in Cali. And that would spark it even more. That would spark it even more. It brings so much attention to that West Coast side. Maybe one of the best players to play. I know that's a hot take, but he's not even playing in the NHL yet. But we have yet to see. But I don't know. I think the kid's going to think he's going to do really good. I think he's legit. Supposed to be the next generational talent. The next, the next coming of the, David. The next one. The next one. I'm coining that, by the way. <laughs> Quoting that, you're stealing that, trademarking yep, it? Yeah, I'm trademarking it. All right, lock it in. It's trademarked. All right, there we go. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. <laughs> yep, it's that easy. But yeah, I'd like to lock in on the Blackhawks. I'd say no one's really counting on them to land them, but I think he lands them. I think they land them. A sleeper and pick would be Montreal. How how cool would that be? I, I still think they messed up on the Slavskov. Slavy. Slavkovsky, however you say it, yeah. Pick. I I still don't think he's the pick that they wanted him to be. Granted, give him some years. Yeah, he's young. He's young. Um, but I still stand by. I think Wright was the better player. I think Wright would have been the better fit for their team. Now Seattle, look at that. Beneers Wright, one two, uh, down yeah. the middle. Oh they're, my god, they're gonna be a force. They're gonna be a force. They're already showing it. Took out the the defending Stanley Cup champions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see. Come Monday. That we will. Monday night, baby. Monday night. I Monday night be, draft lottery. I will be tuning in. The boys from What a Pod. What a save. What a save. What a save. As as uh the doc would the say. The great doc would say. What a save. Not like that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening to What a Save. It was great having you guys here listening in. For any of those new listeners. Yeah, any of those new listeners just tuning in to our brand new podcast. Our brand new first epi. And it's only going to get better from here. Yeah, this, we're going to bring you, you know. We're going to live and learn. Live and learn top-notch content here. Oh yeah. Wait, just wait. We got some special things planned. Wait till you see. Obviously, we, we can't got. lock them in yet. But in the pipes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In between the pipes. In between the pipes. Twirling our twigs and. <laughs> uh, yeah, please go check out our Instagram account. 
Uh, we're going to have other social media accounts listed as well. Uh, it's under What A Save Podcast. Uh, we're going to bring some content to you there. And big shout out to Lost Habit. He's the audio engineer for this episode and a very great friend of mine. So please go check him out. Lost Habit uh, for every handle, pretty much. Yeah, he's the sole reason why we're even here today. This is both me and Tyler's dreams. Uh, we've always wanted to do a podcast. We love talking hockey. We have a passion for watching hockey. Um, and check out our friend Cody, who also goes by Shadowtone on all streaming platforms or your favorite streaming platforms. Um, we are forever grateful to him because we were in the room talking about this podcast and he gave us ideas and the space to do this. Yeah, and if you went to our Instagram page and commented the Bruins as our favorite team on our latest post, well, guess what? You were correct. We are lifelong Bees fans, and uh, unfortunately, are absolutely heartbroken as to how the postseason transpired. But be sure to keep up with us uh, on our Instagram account. Updates will be posted there in between podcasts. Uh, we'll host some Q&As and have some sweet steaks. Uh, thanks again for listening, and have a beautiful day.